Hello and welcome to Earth Calling. We're your hosts, Ed and Laszlo. Every week, we take you on a journey through the wonderful world of online content, sorting through the tweets, the memes, the Insta queens, the grams, the snaps, and the fake news traps. This is our record of humanity in the 21st century, our digital legacy left behind for future spacefaring civilizations. So sit back, relax, and buckle in. This is Earth Calling. This week it is our Christmas special. Ho, ho, ho! And Merry Christmas! Um, Have you been a good boy this year? (laughs) Or good girl? Strictly lumps of coal for the Earth Calling team. Um, I always wondered about lumps of coal. It's yeah. an extremely nasty thing to tell a child, isn't it? You know, if you behave well, you're going to get an Xbox 360 and the latest DVD of Lord of the Rings. You're a bit That's behind a there with the Xbox Sorry. models. <laughs> Xbox gonna... 360 was probably released in 2003. You're going to get. You're looking at an Xbox One S. Nice. Something like that. Or yeah. some sort of augmented reality um, headset, probably. Oculus and... Rift. The latest, not DVD, streaming yes. download of streaming <laughs> download. I mean, I'm making myself Ed, sound extremely technical. Our listeners, illiterate. our listeners are p- potentially from Gen Z, and they are very much not relating to us. We are hashtag not relatable at the moment. I know from the demographic data actually that <laughs> that our audience is um, predominantly from the millennial uh, category, fifty plus yeah. female, basically our mothers but christmas yes this is the christmas special ding dong merrily on high good king wenceslas how does he like his pizza he likes it he likes it kind of western style he likes it deep pan crisp and even i it's not my favorite <laughs> it's not my favorite carol so i i'm not i don't know the lyrics well enough to know that that is probably a reference to the first line of good the carol king wenceslas looked out Dumb. on the feast of Stephen <laughs> where the snow licked round about and crisp and even yeah. see I've, <laughs> that was the bit was it yeah have you done your Christmas shopping I suppose you know in theory people will be listening to this on, on Christmas Eve as they as they tuck into their mince pies and, and realise that they um, they don't have much to say to their families of course um, or, or alternatively oh grandpa I thought this Christmas dinner we could turn on my friend Ed and Laszlo's podcast <laughs> pod <so>. what <laughs> Let me let me tell you something about podcast, young lady. <laughs> it was 1943. Uh, have I done my Christmas shopping? Well, I've done my Christmas clicking, um, and I just think that that probably should become a term because I think most of us these days just basically, you know, go on Amazon, look at the recommended section, and buy a load of stuff. This year, actually, I decided to buy kind of one big present for the the family. Mm. So I've gone for. A, <laughs> A board game. Um, what's on the chopping block today, Laszlo? Today we've got WhatsApp on the chopping board, the the behemoth of messaging platforms, and I'm sure the the source of many of your Christmas news. Um, got to keep alert of COVID restrictions. Early COVID, though, there was a lot of great WhatsApp content. I feel like when we got stuck into the beginning of COVID, there was a lot of memes going around, you know, like people you'd least expect to be at the top of their meme game. I was getting stuff from colleagues. I was getting stuff from, you know, 
mad auntie Sue. If we take a step back though, just whoop, uh, let's have a think about how WhatsApp was founded because it's actually quite an interesting story. You know, you, you would think that WhatsApp is a ubiquitous part of modern life, but actually there was a time where we didn't have WhatsApp. And I just wanted to fill everybody in on, on the extraordinary tale of how it came to be. Essentially, there was a guy who applied for a job at Facebook along with a mate of his, bear that in mind. That comes, we come back to that. Very good. And he got rejected by Facebook and thought, hmm, okay, well, that that really sucks. I'm going to go and found my own business. And he started a, a social messaging platform where the initial idea was that you had a status, um, which everybody kind of forgot about now. Like, you'll just see somebody still got at the gym as their status or something <laughs> like that. They've been at the gym for three years. Come on, Terry, we know you're not at the gym. Um, and and he's founded this, this app, which started taking off. And... Essentially, you know, it started uh, taking off, it crashed several times, it was a bit of a failure, but then he reached out to some mates, managed to raise $200,000 from some friends of his at Yahoo, because he was originally at Yahoo, with Mm -hmm. an exclamation mark, and contacted them, raised this money, and managed to get it together with a uh, Russian developer that he met in an online forum. It then ballooned into uh, a great success, received millions of funding, and the kind of punchline of the story is of course as, as many of you will know he then sold whatsapp to facebook um so he came back round full circle to mark zuckerberg and said mark how about buying my company for 21 billion dollars and mark said you know what that sounds all right i will and i think that's kind of the ultimate fuck you is to get rejected by someone and yeah. then take 21 billion dollars off them is it 21 billion for a for a messaging platform that doesn't actually make any money. I mean, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. And, and has Facebook actually, has Facebook done much with WhatsApp since? I mean, how much has, because I've had WhatsApp for a while and I actually remember already being a user when the, the takeover happened. And I don't really think fundamentally the platform's changed that much. I think, you know, we now share a lot more videos, photos, etc. But the core, the core basics are obviously just messaging. I mean, the reason I think WhatsApp was so great was that, you know, you could actually message people that had different phones. So you may remember, of course, <laughs> the days of BlackBerry Messenger, BBM, um, which some of our younger listeners, of which there are zero, um, may not remember. But there were times where people had something called BlackBerry um, and a BlackBerry Messenger app. And it would be really cool because they'd be in class and they'd have this little, like red light on it. I don't know if you remember. Oh, so they, the red light. But hang on, the main thing about the BlackBerry that was so mind-blowing to people was that BlackBerry had a keyboard on the phone. Yeah. And I'm not talking about a touchpad keyboard, of course. It, it literally had this miniature QWERTY keyboard. And looking back on it, obviously, it's, it, to us, modern touchscreen users, it's farcical that you should actually have to use your <laughs> massive fingers, basically, which probably span around four of these BlackBerry letters to do punch you type, Sorry, do you type with your fingers? That's a bit weird. Oh, no, no, I don't do the mum thing, which is yeah. type with your index fingers, sorry. But thumbs are even wider, actually, so thank you for providing even more of a ridiculous image. But your thumbs, you know, I remember the BlackBerry keyboards had to have this very special design, which is kind of like mini pyramids, yeah. to, to ensure that you had that you had actually tapped could the reach, right key. Could get that thumb over to the T yeah. key. Yeah, yeah, um, But so, you know, WhatsApp obviously grew out of that because it had offered uh, interoperability between different platforms. Um, but I remember BBM, I felt very out of the crew because I had a Motorola Razor 
no. uh, which was extremely cool. Very yeah. thin phone. Extreme, well, like a razor. Well, precisely. Yeah. R-A-Z-R. Um, hello, Motor. <laughs> Hang on, but, while we're on Motorola, <laughs> do you remember the Motorola Pebble? Yeah, that rings a bell. The mo- wow. I mean, my mum had a Motorola Pebble for oh, a good God. few years, and I remember on the school run on the way home, yeah, it's a bit bored. Was it? Uh, wasn't it spelled P E B L? They love omitting necessary yeah. vowels. Yeah. Yes, just get it's it their up. thing. Yeah. So I, I just spent. I would spend the the thirty minutes from school to to my home, basically just. It sounds weird, but touching, touching, touching a Motorola phone. It was just a very smooth design. That it was incredibly ergonomically pleasing. So I would just, you know, sit there stroking it in the absence of a dog. Well, actually, I did have a dog. So probably half the time, look, half the time on the pebble, half the time on the dog. No further questions, please, Your Honour. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, I thought what made sense to examine from my side this week was, was the, the institution that is WhatsApp group chats. Now... We are all in group chats. And what an institution. And what an institution. Quelle institution. Oh, mais quoi. Men- <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since French, French A-level. So I found a blog post which talks about the, t- the different kinds of people in a WhatsApp group chat. Specifically 10 kinds of people. And I thought we could go through them and trace stories on these, these characters. So number one is, of course, the origin of the group chat, which is the group admin. The person... Oh. The person who set up the group chat in the in the first place, you know, Courchevel twenty twenty, yeah, quite and, a niche reference, but yeah, it's valid. Um, this this the ski group. You're not, you're, ski group. You're not on a holiday until there's a group chat, really. And there's always one. You're quite right. There's always one or two people who love to get the group chat going. It's typically a couple of days before the holiday, but it can't be too early, otherwise it's a bit tragic. So, Over planning. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be sort of spontaneous, but clearly planned and. The admin will then have to add people and they'll be like, oh, can you add uh, Jeff? Here's his number because, you know, there'll be someone there that not everyone knows and poor old Jeff, there's a bit of a tag on to the holiday. It's like, Jeff, to be honest, mate, who are you? And then everybody else is looking at all these numbers being like, who are these people I'm going on holiday with? And Jeff inevitably gets with the girl that you've had a crush on for seven years of your life. I wouldn't say that's inevitable. That sounds a bit specific. Jeff, if you're listening, (laughs) you're a dick. That hurt me to my core. Oh, great. But I think I think you're right. The group admin, because of their role, I mean, there's many... Di- and this ties into the first message sent on this group chat yeah. because it's key to basically stimulating engagement in this chat. You don't want to have a group admin who posts this enormous essay mm. being like, hi, everyone, thought it'd be great to just like put down what groceries we need for the trip oh, because, of course, we're arriving the airport trip. at 8 p.m. Just <laughs> chill out, mate. Just- we're on holiday. <laughs> Secretly, you're like, I really hope someone takes care of the groceries. Exactly. But you're like, secretly, you're like, geez, I hope I'm not on, di- <laughs> I hope I'm not on dinner duty. Yeah. Okay. No, but the ad- the admin, they're, they're sort of power hungry types, um, and can be quite officious, but ultimately are an integral. Well, without them, there would be nothing. They are they are in a way the gods of the the WhatsApp chats, and it doesn't take them seven bloody days to do it in a matter of seconds. <laughs> it's, it's the big bang. Let there be. What's that? Let's set, yeah, very good. And it is. And it was good. And, of course, the admin needs this second character to exist. If not, all of his or her hard work would be totally futile. That character is 
the over-enthusiastic replier. Yes. Oh, God, I know these people. I've got <laughs> you are one. I, what do you mean no, you are one? No, I think, to be honest, we'll, we'll come to what I think I am, but I think that uh, these are the hype men and women. Yes. They, you know, if you were a rapper on stage, you know, you can try and read my lyrics off of this paper before I lay him. Reply to Edward. These words before Re- reply to Edward. <laughs> You're a terrible hype man. I don't know how to do it. What? No way I'm going to let you stop me from causing man what I say I'm going to do something, I'm do it. Reply instantly, please. Make sure you reply with correct emoji usage, yo. I know you've completely no. So the idea is that you are hyping me, not encourage. Like so, the hype man on the WhatsApp group I see. doesn't go. Oh, everybody, reply to Laszlo. <laughs> Sorry, they go. I misunderstood. They go. Oh yes. Um, you know, I'd love to have easy, uh, speedy boarding, please. Got um, it. Got it. Yeah. Well, we can try again if you want. You can try and read my lyrics off of this paper before I lay him. Read the lyrics. Yeah, exactly. That's more like it. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Nice. So that was Not Afraid by Eminem. Great song. Thank you, Eminem, for sponsoring this episode of Earth Calling. Uh, We'll get back to you with the the old payment. Um, Oh, no, you pay us, don't you? Yeah, Yeah, the invoice. Sorry, yeah, the invoice. Right, so I think we've talked enough about the over-enthusiastic reply, the hype person. Everyone knows who they are. They're right there. They're liberal with emojis. There's one thing I would just like to say is that there is that difficult time when you actually really do want to reply, but you don't want to be perceived as the enthusiastic replier. You know, let's say there's a few people on the group you never met before. You don't want to be the one that goes, oh, great, sounds so fun. I can't wait, guys. Can't wait to meet you all, especially you, Sophie. I was thinking for the first shopping trip, we could get some penne with pesto. <laughs> exactly. Um, you don't want to be, you that, don't guy. be that guy, but you, you, you do want to say something like point out that... Um, it would be rather nice to actually get penne with pesto, for yeah, example. Yeah, you know, we're all leaving for the airport um, <laughs> on a Friday morning. Who wants to share a, an Uber? Yes. Well, exactly. These practical considerations, yeah. which <laughs> you really do want to kind of sort out and tie up and before before the big day. But you don't. You're right. You don't want to seem too keen. So you you let someone step in before, basically, don't you? You play it cool. You play it cool. And that's also a nice uh, moment to talk about the third character, who is. The quiet one. <laughs> the, the quiet one arguably plays it a bit too cool. Yeah. In the sense that you literally will never hear from them. And until the day that you land in Courchevel, you have no idea they're actually going to be on the trip. You, you, oh, okay. Jeff, was it? Yeah, but you, you're, oh, you're 07789 <laughs> Yeah, with, with, um, with Snoop Dogg as the WhatsApp image. Is yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> there's always the weird ones. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I think that there's a, there's a fine balance, isn't there, to be struck between essentially those two archetypes, right? You don't want to be overly keen in your replies, but you also don't want to be dead. There's got to be a there's got to be a happy middle ground where you're just you're there you're having fun, everybody knows that you're probably up for a, a good time, you know, but you're not at either end of the spectrum. Exactly, exactly. It's finding that like you, you basically like you said before, you just want to be chilled. It's like I'm on top of the the logistics while not being overbearing, mm-hmm. but I'm just have I'm here to have a holiday, guys. But the there is a certain aura <clears throat> about the quiet one though. I would say. Um, and I mystery. Don't wanna, there's a mystery about it. Yes. I don't want to delve into you know relationships and all that sort of mm. stuff. But I feel like 
you know, there's a kind of, ooh, he's pretty mysterious. I wonder what his deal is. How come 078765 hasn't replied to any of the messages? He's and, probably too cool to care. And, like, what's his connection to Snoop Dogg? <laughs> maybe he's and, like, maybe he is Snoop Dogg. I feel like Snoop Dogg would not be the admin. He would be... Snoop Dogg, <laughs> Snoop Dogg is I'd probably not featured in this t- in this list of 10 kinds of WhatsApp participants. He's, you know. a, he's a BBM man. <laughs> he's too... Yes. The next character, which I think will resonate with our listeners, is the, inverted commas, no-link. Now, <laughs> the, the no-link, as you may have guessed, is someone who basically is... In this thread, which has got a certain running theme, for example, the shopping trip that is necessary on this on the first day of this holiday, and they just jump in with a cat meme, or or just yeah. some totally random bit of content which has no relation to the pressing needs of the group of the of, of the function of the group. I thought the no link would actually be a person. That as in you're like they've got no link to the group. Like why are they in the group? I see. Um, but I, I see. Yeah, I get what you mean. You mean the people that just like throw in the random content. And you're like, hang on, have you just like picked up the wrong chat or something, or are you are you meant to be sending that to somebody else? I feel like the no linker is yeah, as you as you say, the forwarder of a random meme. You know, you're you're in the middle of a discussion and then boom, Sarah exactly. shoots in something on how butter's made or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, precisely. And actually the. It gets savage. more complicated when when you're referring to a family group chat. And I can tell you <laughs> from, from personal experience, my mother can often be culpable of being a no-linker. Your mother's featured a lot in this episode. <laughs> Beatrice will understand my frustrations when, when I post a, a beautiful photo of a sunset in, in whatever city I'm in. And then she just replies two hours later with an article on COVID best practices. I mean, it's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like, did you even see the sunset, mum? You know? <laughs> And my dad isn't exactly the hype man, I'll tell you that for free. He's more of a quiet one, let's let's call him that. The next one I think we can also all relate to, it's described by this blog post as the imager. Mm. Now the imager is, is, again, as you could probably picture, oh. no pun intended, someone who, <laughs> someone who, I think whether they are lazy or not is a separate discussion, but they, they prefer to just send GIFs and images. Or GIFs. Or GIFs as as their what are you referring to the cleaning solution using kitchens? Is that a SIF? Brains your uncle GIF. Yeah, yeah. GIF. They they respond purely with with visual content. It's very hard to get words out of them. Picture tells a thousand words. It does, and in which case maybe they are a step ahead of all of us. Mm. I know exactly the sort of person you mean. They they, they communicate strictly by meme or by photo. So let let's place this in the real world. Again, for example, you're at the supermarket, a bunch of the people have stayed at home, first day of holiday, you've got half of the people at the, the flat or whatever, half of the people at the supermarket, people posting from the supermarket saying, guys, what should we get? We've got penne, we've got pesto, we've got penne. And then Alan <laughs> just <laughs> replies with a picture of a shopping bag with milk, you know, just being shoved inside it. And you're thinking, well... You know, Alan, is that is that helpful? Yeah, and you're thinking, Alan, it, it's taking you longer to Google <laughs> exactly. milk into shopping bag than it is to just type milk. It's like with GIFs. You know, people actually have to search for this stuff. It's like, why don't you just send the bloody word? But um, the issue is that you don't know if Alan's actually saying, guys, please buy milk. Or if he's just going shopping. <laughs> exactly. If you're just delighted at the fact that the shopping is happening. Because... 
Because also in between his milk picture, you've got the overenthusiastic replier who's going, "Oh, remember lentils? <laughs> oh, remember broccoli?" And then Alan just goes in with lentils the milk picture. Lentils is such lentils is <laughs> such a good one for the overenthusiastic replier. <laughs> lentils is a it's a. Don't forget my anti-digestion medication. I get heartburn. Should have brought that with you, Sarah. Because I was thinking, if any of us gets a big headache, it might be useful to have some ibuprofen on the go. Oh. This is a this is a trip that is somehow combining the 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 deep Midwest with um quite the deep Midwest that was that I don't was know where I don't generic. I never know where to place your accents Edward to be honest you're trying to do some sort of Michael Caine well is... I'm doing you know Michael Caine's apprentice his young apprentice he's 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 out shopping he sees Ellen's posted the milk he's thinking blimey what is that. <laughs> Is that milk going in the shopping bag or is that milk not going in the shopping I don't know. It's whether... going in the Batmobile, Master <laughs> Bruce. It's going in the Batmobile. Put, put the milk in the Batmobile. Okay. <laughs> what, in broad daylight, Alfred? Not very subtle. Was that... The Lamborghini then, sir. <laughs> Much more subtle. Yeah, get the, get the groceries in the Lamborghini. You was only bloody supposed yeah. to get oh, semi-skimmed. <laughs> she was only... No, um... <laughs> One thing, though, that we haven't covered with any of these types is an additional character who is becoming increasingly prevalent, I would say, and increasingly irritating. And that is, of course, the voice noter. Oh, no. Um, Yeah, exactly. We know where we're going with this. And I don't know why, but they've become more and more prevalent these days. And so several of my friends, to be honest, it's quite often in a one-to-one rather than a group chat scenario, but... They will just leave these like three minute voice notes and you're just thinking, you know, you could have just typed that out and it would have taken you maybe the same amount of time. But me definitely at least, you know, a third of the time to to read it. And so until WhatsApp is equipped with perfect transcription of audio messages, I'm afraid that it's not the most convenient way to convey practical information information to people. So I, so so we know that it's taken you three minutes to record it, and I'm sitting there going, okay, cool. So I've got a message from you know Mark, and it will go, hey mate. So um, yeah, I was just uh, wanted to get a touch base about Saturday, um, and you know, sort of timing wise, thinking I might just. Uh, pop and of course, on. let me just interrupt there. He's been speaking for fifteen seconds, but not a not an ounce of information no, has exactly. actually been delivered. I'm there going, come on, Mark. Like, you know, get tell me what, what what do you want to do on Saturday? When, where, and how? And he's like, yeah, mate, of course. Um, Saturday soir, let's uh, let's have a link up. Um, you know, got a got a couple of mates who might be around as well. I don't know whether. Um, yeah, I might be. Bursi might be about. Um, but. Anyway, ping me a massage, and uh, we can sort something out. And um, uh, by the and way, there's like, <laughs> there's always also a moment in a long voice note where the person obviously deems it necessary to apologise for doing a long voice yeah. note. <laughs> but if they're apologising, then they're surely aware of the fact that they didn't need to do it in the first place. Because so so Marks of obviously saying. Uh, so yeah, Saturday, mate. By the way, sorry, it's a long voice now. I'm just, I'm walking and, you know, it's too... Yeah, well, yeah, just, exactly. yeah. you know, take the time to... Thought it'd be convenient because I'm just in Waitrose at the moment. And then you have to listen to them checking out. They get, sorry, mate, just, just a sec, just a sec. And then you hear kind of, oh, um, will it just be the lentils, the quinoa and the bottle of Dom Perignon today, sir? He goes, yeah, yeah, no, that's perfect. It's, sorry, sorry, mate, just in wait. like, I'm not at the other end of the phone. I'm listening to this at a different time. Like, why are you wasting multiple minutes? Um, of course. If you think of the collective amount 
of human time that is being wasted listening to voice notes rather than reading texts, you could probably build something large. A pyramid, maybe. Maybe. A pyramid, a skyscraper, any large edifice. Probably not a pyramid, I should take a really long well, time. Well, didn't we famously lose the information on how to build the, the things? Pyramids, no, yeah. We can still do it, it's all right, we got it. Come well, on. actually, to go on a slight tangent, not that we're a fan of that at all, um, <laughs> you know, you can't help but feel for the, uh, the Jewish slaves who built the pyramids, because there they were, sort of, casting these stones around, thinking... Well, I mean, we're having a terrible time now, but at least in 2,000 years, 3,000 years, people will look back and be like, that is an amazing feat of human engineering. But actually, fast forward to today, and I was like, aliens built them, probably. <laughs> like, mm, not fair. Likewise, the guys who bothered to haul those massive slabs of rock to somewhere in Wiltshire and erect Stonehenge. Yes. But they don't get much credit, do they? Who knows what they were doing? Maybe it was a game of five-side football. Yeah, we've only got yeah, slightly with, with too many seven, goals. With seven goals. Yeah. <laughs> Different sport back then. Yeah. Going back to the holiday day one scenario, everyone, you know, half the team in the supermarket, half in the flat. Poor guys in the supermarket, they've got they've picked up the lentils now, they've picked up the penny and pesto, probably got Alan's milk as well, because they can't be bothered to ask if the picture was actually real or not. And then you just see Mark is recording a voice <laughs> yeah. note. And you're standing there at the till and someone's gone, oh, wait, let's just, anything else, guys? Yeah. And then you just see Mark exactly. is recording a voice note, dot, dot, yeah. dot. And you o- just think, old oh. lady with around 14 kilos of groceries behind yeah. you looking at you as if you are literally the devil. Excusez-moi, jeune homme, uh, j'ai pas mal de, de choses ici. Uh, vous prenez vos temps, quoi. Translation. Uh, excuse me, young man. Uh, forgot the rest, but... Uh, <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> hurry the fuck up. Hurry, hurry up, you fucking Englishman. <laughs> and, and then finally, whoever it is. Oh, was it Mark in this situation? With the, it with was his, Mark, yeah. Mark, has, he sent his voice message. You, you see this daunting two minutes, 36 seconds long message. Ugh. And then, of course, you start listening to it. And it's like, guys... Firstly, like, thanks so much. <laughs> thanks so much for doing the shopping. Like, flat, by the way, is incredible. Like, just discover there's a jacuzzi out front. Like, I'm currently in it with Jessica. Yeah, we've <laughs> just popped a couple of Beverage Juniors. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, actually, they, they left a few of those in the chalet. But, yeah, so I was thinking, right, so what is it? We're here seven days, right? Um, so, well, you've got to, you know, balance the carbs, the proteins, the, the veg. <laughs> You've got to get your fromage in. Go oh, fromage. Maybe we can do a fondue. Am oh, I right? Am yeah, I right? Yeah. And all the while, of course, you think, Jesus Christ, Mark. Firstly, we wait a minute, two hours, two minutes, 36 to, to actually receive the message while we're looking at you recording it. Now we're halfway through and you've literally said nothing. I feel like we've gone on a rant. Um, but yes, yes. To, to those listening who do record voice notes, <clears throat> and I must admit, I have recorded them. In fact, I've received them from you. Really? Great irony, yeah. I'm not Um, a big voice note person. You have sent them to me. And I've replied with them. Um, But, you know, if they're under a minute, I think that's legit. Uh, But please don't do voice notes. Yes. Yes, in group chats. In group chats. Of course, the question on everyone's minds is which one of these personae are you, (laughs) Laszlo? Well, of course, it is on everyone's minds. Um, you know, I was thinking about that. I think I everyone likes to think that they are just in that golden, you know, the Goldilocks zone, that perfect... You, know, you are not in the Goldilocks zone. 
What do you you think you're planet Earth in the in the universe and you've got it just right? Yeah, I think I've just got the perfect proportion of nitrogen, oxygen, and carbon dioxide. Where if carbon dioxide is memes, oxygen is text, and nitrogen is uh, voice notes. <laughs> Hang nitrogen on, nitrogen is I've not got to, voice I've notes. I've got to make sure that I've done the proportions right. Yeah. I, I've kind of forgotten my GCSE biology, but I think nitrogen is the the smallest component of our gaseous no, elements on no, Earth. It's the largest. It's the largest. It's yeah. Okay. Perfect. You are seventy percent voice notes. I'm not gas. That's what you are. I'm not. <laughs> Okay, well, that's a bold statement to think that you get it just right. I'd say, to be fair, um, in the few WhatsApp groups that I've been in with you, you were not overbearing. I mean, on the flip side of the spectrum, you weren't really contributing a great deal in terms of, you know, the general chat or any of the organisational elements. Um, so, I, yeah. you know, you, you were a hanger-on. Hanger-on, I like that. Hanger-on, yeah. like you, you, you desperately need the group yeah. for your self-esteem. Exactly. But but yeah. you're you're not you're not doing the effort you're not making the effort to to actually prolong its existence. Yeah. And what about you? What what are you? I was thinking about this, of course, as well. And I think that depending on the occasion, I, I'm an all or I'm an all or nothing kind of WhatsApper. So I'm either the admin, or <laughs> you're I'm, such an admin. At, I am, at this point, I am an sorry, admin. you are such an admin. Oh. I don't know about this all or nothing bullshit. You are the person who's created the group chat. He's 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 laid down the itinerary for the first three days. He's got that shopping trip in the bag. Eight p.m. on Tuesday night when we've arrived, he's booked the the taxis. By the way, and of course he he needs a hype. He needs a hype person. And what's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with that. Look, I'm not always <laughs> that. And if I'm not the admin, because I do I do take on that man- mantle, and it is a it is an important mantle. Um, yeah, we got... Classic admin talk, by the way. Well, and it, it is of course I take I, I take on that mantle. Uh, I take on, it on with with great responsibility, and it is an important mantle at that. There's no bloody trip if there's no admin. So true, true. you know you know it's a chicken and egg situation. But if I'm not the chicken, then I am very much the silent one. Um, I I like to play it quite cool. Okay. Um, I'm the sort of person who's either you know writing up the shopping list and uh, making sure that everybody's got the keys to the Airbnb. Um, <laughs> well, you you probably got them actually. I've collected them. You've yeah. Collected. Hi Helga. Yeah, we'll be at the Airbnb uh, round about seven p.m. If that's okay. Flight lands at six. I've had a look at the airport's about thirty minutes by Uber, so we'll see you there at seven. Half an hour for getting through and. Um, yeah, I'd be surprised if she heard that over Mark's recording of his voice note to his <laughs> mum in the taxi on the way from the airport. Yeah, exactly. Mum, it's great to be in Copenhagen. Um, <laughs> Mark, 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 it's Oslo. <laughs> yeah, it's Oslo, Mark. Uh, it's Helga from Oslo. Hello, Edward. Great to have you in Oslo. No, 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 no. Well, I think that's it for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in. Do as ever give us a like, please download, subscribe, all that good stuff. We've actually just launched an Instagram account, um, which can be found at earth underscore calling underscore pod. Very catchy. That is um, so admin of you. Uh, oh, it's quite admin. Very clever. Yeah. But but, but honestly do, because we've got, I think, 70 <laughs> followers, which is um, quite tragic. So so send, send us a Christmas present by following us on Instagram and, and downloading and sharing with all of your friends. In fact, you can actually, if you're listening on Spotify, I think you can extremely ironically send us a voice note um, so so send us a voice note of, of season's greetings and otherwise wishing you a very merry 
COVID socially compliant Christmas. Um, the turkey will be slightly smaller this year and, and will probably <laughs> last. <laughs> it might longer. be a chicken. It, it, it could be a chicken. Um, I actually prefer chicken to turkey. Yeah, richer, N- nicer. I, I actually so, don't eat meat, but yeah, Lazo is of course a vegetarian. <laughs> um, yeah, as you can all probably imagine, quiet one. The quiet one. <laughs> Next week, it's hashtag New Year, New Me as we jump into Snapchat, the platform conceived as a way to send photos without consequences, but which since has morphed into a far more important part of the social media ecosystem, namely in enabling teenagers to send images of themselves looking like bunnies. (laughs) Or cats. Or cats. So Merry Christmas, everyone. Earth out.